Welcome back, everyone, to Get With The Programming. This is our Behind The Programming series with the Legends Masters Championship, and we have come to the fourth and final day of competition. We've had nine scored events up to this point for the 54 and under, and eight for the 55 plus, and it is Sunday. We have a lot on the line coming into the day. Uh, Bob, Joe, how many events do we have lined up for today versus scored or actual events so one event two scores one event all right one event two scores we've been following the anchorman theme of named events and they've all been fantastic and as we uh, no pressure for the last one i don't uh... <laughs> my favorite my favorite two all right, so, let's yeah. let's hear it what do we got workout, workout 10 is stay classy san diego oh wonderful Workout 11 is go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm starting to have to wonder, is like, how is that any worse than whale's vagina? I'm just going <laughs> to. When I wrote uh, it, up, I did like the, you know, ampersand. Uh, yeah, a little like, asterisk. Yeah, I got it. No, it's a uh, steak less perfect. <laughs> perfect. I'll, say, I'll We'll save whale's vagina for next year. I mean, yeah. like, that's the great thing about Anchorman is, you know, there's we have, so like, many. Yeah. Yeah, there's like three years worth of, of <laughs> just that'll be like the you know? floater, the floater event in the ocean. Just, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah, just go do that swim anytime you want. All right. So we <laughs> we have two scored events to close things yep. out here. Yep. Uh, and so it's uh, the two combined are an 11 minute cap total. OK. And uh, stay classy. San Diego is a repeat of a workout from last year. All right. Sort of. So uh, it starts off with a thruster ladder, a four, three, two, one thruster ladder. So we did that last year as a surprise workout at the end of day three. Okay. And um, we, we over-programmed it. A little <laughs> so it was, it Whoopsie. was a one minute cap. Oops. It was a one minute cap and it ended at 225 okay. for the men and 155 for the women. And we only got like less than a third of the field finishing. You know, it just, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't what we like visualized when we, we kind of put it together. <laughs> um, so, so we learned, um, we extended the cap 30 minutes and now the weights go 95, 135, 185, 205 okay. instead of 225. And then on the women's side, 65, 95, 125, 140. And so the thought process there is, you know, we, we want people, we want to see this, the race, yeah. right? We want to see people, more people finishing. Um, so you start off with the thruster ladder, then you have, there's a minute and a half rest. And then we end with three rounds of seven bar muscle ups, uh, 15 thrusters, although the reps uh, vary by age. age okay. Group. And then a 50-foot odd object lunge. And we're, okay. we're introducing a new odd object that I, I don't think is even for sale yet from RX Markier called a uh, tsunami bag. A tsunami bag? Yeah. yeah. So it's basically like a slosh pipe type of oh, thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like a, like a sandbag but full, filled like, with water. I think it's like this, wide, this long. Yeah. Yeah. Yay thick. Yeah. 
Yes. Oh my gosh. You, oh. Do you guys remember back in the OG days where we everyone made a freaking slosh pipe? Who? who I don't even I know who know. started that. But the the all goal was to like try to overhead squat at one time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Those things are awesome. I got two outside my gym right now. Do you really? <laughs> I, I got one. I got one outside. When is the last time that <laughs> thing got moved back we, inside the gym? It's really yeah. dusty. <laughs> Everybody used it for a week. Everybody used it for a week, and then I was like, all right, we're over it. Oh, that's so great. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, and so the um, a couple of nuances here, right? So the 35 through 49 age group, they're doing their lunge overhead with the tsunami. Oh. Okay. The 50s, 50s are doing front rack. And then the sixties are doing, you know, athletes choice, front rack okay. or back rack, okay. depending on where their mobility issues are. Right. Um, so, uh, but everybody's using the same weight for the tsunami bag. Well, there's a male and a female version, Got right? it. but everybody uses the same weight, just different, um, movement standard. What is the thruster weight? Uh, in the Metcon, it is 95, 95, 95. Okay. So we have oh, to start things off a four three two one. Yep. yep. Just sprint thruster ladder. What's the cap on that? One thirty. Oh, it's just ninety seconds start to finish. Yep. Ninety seconds. Ninety seconds, then you take a ninety second break. Yep. And then into the three rounds, seven bar muscle ups, fifteen thrusters at ninety five and sixty five, and the fifty foot slosh bag lunge. Yep. Nasty. Yeah, I did. I did test this yeah. one. This workout is it's a lot of fun. Oh wow, I, I, man! I like this one a lot. I like this one a lot. Yeah, the the slosh bags, tsunami bags. It's uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, so Dave brought them by, what last week, Bob? Yeah, last Sometime? time. Yeah, and uh, he he texted me. He's like, "Hey, I'm going to be in the area. Can you guys take a look at these?" And he brought them over and. I mean, I want to touch on too is like part of throwing this championship, you know, we want to give masters access not only to like cool athlete gear from Viore and live stream, yeah. but also like cool equipment, you know, stuff that you're only going to get and see at a uh, competition like the games does, you know, like yeah. they have, you know, the toy or the sanctionals, some of the sanctionals, they have the torque tank at the games. They had, you know, the bobsled and the fridge and the tank or whatever they call them. But, I want to get, or we want to get stuff into the hands of these people. So like having the runner, the tank, you know, the sandbags pretty, uh, pretty much a staple it seems like, but the heavy ropes and the tsunami bags, it's like, cool, let's get new toys in their hands to play around with. And let's see who can adapt, you know, who can see without too much time to practice. You see who can, uh, you know, pick it up in a week or so, or in this case, I mean, we're not telling right. anyone about these and you want to get allowed to, allowed to touch them until they get on the workout floor. So they so won't like, be in the warm-up area. I love that part. Yeah. It's like, you know, you can't touch them. They go, they're going to be hidden. <laughs> you know, they're filled up. They're ready to go. And they're going to be hidden until they're on the workout floor. Then they never leave the workout floor. So uh, getting getting cool equipment in the in the competitor's hands is also was a big goal for us. And so when Dave came to us with this tsunami bag idea, we're like, absolutely. Let's let's talk it through. Let's test it out. Let's see what's, uh, what we can do with it. And we were we're super pumped for this now. It's going to be exciting just to see how people react to it. Yeah. Can uh 
can you tell us how heavy it is about yeah uh 35 for the guy 25 for the girl so it's not terribly heavy and through dave's um input he said don't fill them up too much because it takes the slosh out oh, and it makes yeah, sense yeah. right you know you kind of you don't have to get too heavy to kind of actually a little bit lighter is a little bit more difficult yeah without getting too heavy of a load so uh is it that way pretty with, cool is it that way with the water or without oh with that's the with the water that's with yeah. water. okay well you get yeah. a 30 pound swing left to right i mean that's gonna that's, that's going to make a big difference. Do they have like little markers in there? You guys can tell you just put them on a scale and you fill it up. Scale. Yeah. Let's go. Oh man. So have, uh, Bob, when you said fun. that you tested this, um, how much different did you feel? And then why did you decide, uh, the overhead versus the front rack for the fifties versus the forties? So when I tested this, I actually tested the previous version before the um, tsunami. Before the tsunami back. Okay. Uh, oh. so the previous version, it it was a ninety-five pound um, lunge backpack. Oh, that's right, your thruster weight. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. You just grab the thruster bar and you went. Um, so I, I kind of felt like I had a ninety-five pound stationary object, right, versus this slosh bag you know, lighter weight, but at a higher skill movement going overhead, right. Yeah. Would, would kind of, um, would start to change things up a little bit. So okay. Okay. That, that was kind of the, the general idea there. Um, the, the lunge, I think either way, when I, when I tested it, the lunge, this workout comes down to like the bar muscle ups and the thrusters, right? Like can, can you on day four, do these three rounds of seven unbroken, right? <laughs> and do and I know that you can do fifteen thrusters unbroken. Yeah, you have the will to still do it, right? <laughs> like that—that's kind of the—it's—it's it's a hundred percent a will test at this point, you know. And then the lunge, the, the lunge is just—I don't want to say it's just kind of there because now we're introducing an element of unknown that makes it. I think if it was the original way that we programmed it with just the backpack lunge, it, it was just kind of there. Right. And it mm -hmm. burned your legs a little bit and it creates that race that we talked about, you know, that visual like slow race that's occurring. Um, but I, I think with this, it, it, we still get that visual dynamic of the race, but throwing in the, the unknown, um, you know, really changes things, you know, and, and just having to, to figure out how to, go overhead um having never touched the bag before I, I, it'll be cool to see that too like who figures that out immediately and who you know who does it take until round three man and it's amazing i mean it's amazing how you know dave castor does this like with the open where he goes okay we're gonna do basically fran he's like we're gonna do 170 pounds and just that little bit yeah changes i hate I mean, that it, like it's it's not much. It's, it's barely anything, but it still is enough to make you get out of your comfort zone. Where all of a sudden now it feels like you feel it way more than you normally do because you're so used to. I mean, we're so good at adapting to whatever it is that we're doing. So everyone's going to be you know doing their bar muscle ups, doing the thrusters. They get to this thing, and all of a sudden it's like, <laughs> okay, what what is this? What's happening here? What you know? What's this weird stimulus that I'm feeling? I'm totally thinking this, and your mind all of a sudden gets you know, kicked out of its normal racing 
yeah. mindset, you know? So I think that that's going to be really interesting to watch. Um, I just like how you're really not going to give it to them until they get on the floor. Not even in the warm up yeah. area. I love that. Not even in the warm up area. Yeah. Like, I love that so much. <laughs> like I've been saying for years, I'm like, I would love to just go to a per, you know, a local comp, any competition to where they don't tell you anything. Mm -hmm. Like it could be one workout or one long workout, or it could be five, you know, five workouts. Don't tell anyone anything and see yeah. who can piece it together right away. And so the tsunami bag, I like how it's, you know, bar muscle ups and thrusters, like in the thruster, it's relatively light. So you're going to get into like a really good rhythm. You know, that rhythm's going to be set. You're going to go unbroken. You're going to pick that bag up. And then you're, that rhythm is going to get disrupted. Yeah. You know, you're not going to – each step is going to be a little bit different until you kind of figure it out. And so even fresh when I picked it up and started lunging with it, the first few steps, you're like, oh, okay. And you kind of just need to learn how to go with the slosh. And yeah. uh, that I think each round, those first few steps, you're going to see some uh, – some steps are kind of all over the place, zigzagging, and then they'll start to kind of <laughs> well, tighten it up, hopefully. <laughs> it's the final race, man. Like, you yeah. can't – you need to race. And there are going to be people yeah. that are going to be battling to get on the podium or battling for the top spots or battling for their certain place, you know, finishes. And yet here you are with all that pressure trying to figure out something new where literally that's the piece that's going to be separating you is can you figure it out? to get mm -hmm. the points to get onto the podium or whatever. I, I think it's awesome. I think it's well, awesome. And yeah. I think it's a great way to put that in there right at the end like that too. Yeah. Well, yeah. and that's just it, Bill, right? Like that's the, believe it or not, that's the separator in this workout because the top guys, they can all do the bar muscle ups and the thrusters. Top guys and ladies can all do the bar muscle ups and the thrusters at basically the same speed. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. yeah. You know, and, and just going back to the thruster ladder, not to, to brush by that one too quickly. Um, yeah. This one, believe it or not, it's going to surprise people. Like, we saw a lot of big dudes and strong women last year that could not finish this ladder or even, like, really had any chance at finishing it. That You would look at him and you'd be like, how, how can this guy not thruster 225? How is that not possible? Yeah, what, what yeah. were the weights last year? Was it the same four three two one, just different weights? It was the same four three two one. It was ninety five, one thirty five, one eighty five, and then two twenty five. Okay. And like, it, you know, I when I tell you, man, that like, I think six or seven guys finished in the thirty five to thirty nine. You know, same for the forty to forty four, and like then it just started going downhill from there. Like it, it, um, a it jams up your leaderboard which is yeah. something that you don't really want, you know? And so we, we definitely, we went into it this year with like, okay, we want like 75% of the field to finish. So we got to extend the time cap and, and we got to, you know, bring down that final weight. But I, I think this is going to surprise the hell out of people too. People are going to get to that, that the, the big jump, the 135 to the 185 is a little bit shocking. Right. Yeah. And then, yeah. you know, and you got to do that one twice. And so, it's going to come down to fractions of a second on this one. So are you smoothly going through that 185 or are you kind of bringing it back into a front rack and then going again? Right. And then, you know, you just got to grab that 205 and go, but that's where, that's where people will miss. You'll be shocked at how many people miss that the first time through. And they're it going like a heavy thruster. And they're stepping over the bar, right? When they go from bar to bar. Yeah. Stepping over the bar. Yep. 
I think the thing they forget, and I did too until you said is like, this is day four. Yeah. Yeah. Like day one, I'd be like, pfft. Yeah. <laughs> day four, I'd be like, these weights yeah. feel a little bit different this morning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I and, mean, your grip's gone, right? Your, your legs are probably gone, right? After after all that, the dumbbell chipper the day before. Like you're, it, it's going to be. And the thruster ladder is going to be pretty exciting. Like I tested it last year at the last year's weights and I burned through the first three bars, just like <laughs> motor through them. Yeah. Then picked up 225, had a double bounce because I was a little off and then come up and pushed it forward and missed 225. Had to sit there and what felt like 10 full seconds was only like five and then <laughs> attempt again and get it. But we had a one minute time cap last year and I got like a 51 second time rested five minutes, did it again. I was like, go way slower in that first bar. went way slower and got a much better time because I didn't miss. And so, you know, guys that aren't, you know, super strong, it's like, you know, who's going to be smart to not sprint the 95 and 135 and kind of take your time so that you are, minimizing any risk of uh, missing that final bar. Because like Bob said, people, a lot of people are going to miss that final bar at least once. They'll be able to pick it up and finish it, but that that one miss is going to drop costly. you. That's a, he that's a heavy duty. That's a oh, heavy yeah. duty miss, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and with so much riding on the line, right, the pressure of it, you know, it. it uh, I, I love putting it on on the final day just for that reason right because it, it amps up the pressure and and the importance of you got to make sure you hit every bar you know there's no uh there's no margin for error all right so we've, kinda, we've you kind of you kind of stacked them with two high pressure set, set up i know back i like back. it <laughs> i like it but that's what you that's should good. see in the final event high stakes high intensity high pressure yeah a lot of fun a lot of weird things we'll see at the end all right, so we, we take a look back as we look back through all the events you guys have programmed. And when you when you collect this, how do you guys go about looking at what you did, balancing things from start to finish as far as time domains, movement patterns, weights, reps? What's the process you guys go through when it's all said and done? You want to take it, Joe? Or? Oh, you got I, like typically what we'll we'll do is we'll, we'll kind of write them up on Joe's whiteboard, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, you know, just lay them out in totality and we'll start picking them apart from like, you know, is this a big guy workout? Is this a little guy workout? Right. Are we, you know, are we doing too much of one type of movement and not enough of another type of movement? Like we're, we're really trying to achieve balance as much as possible. Um, you know, there's definitely going to be like, you know, if I were to put a theme on this year, right, it's grippy. Like this is a grippy year for sure. Right. So you're always going to have stuff like that, but I think that that's okay. Right. I mean, it's, you know, this is the year of grippy and, you know, maybe next year is the year of something else, but I mean, it's CrossFit. You're always going to kind of have a grippy element to it, but, um, you know, th that's really it. And then, so we'll start that's why we go through eight or nine revisions because we'll start picking these apart and making sure that, you know, we're, we're not, we're not stacking the field one way or the other. Yeah. Or at least, you know, in, in our minds, we're not stacking the field one way or the other. 
so we're we're delivering a well-rounded result over the course of, of you know nine to eleven workouts. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, just... and making sure like when we program, it's you know I see a lot of programming that caters to the person that just can work a lot smarter, you know, uh... can work a lot more efficient to where. You know what? What if the guy just can't move that well, but he works his ass off? You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. for instance, like like Cindy. You know, a workout yeah. that has a low volume of pull-ups, but you know. So I remember I went up against the guy that uh, was relatively new to our gym, and we did Cindy, and he was hanging me the whole time. And I've been crossfitting for like nine years at this point. I'm like, I should mop this guy up. He's only two months in, but mm. he could squat, he could do push-ups, and he could do strict pull-ups all day for small sets. So he beat me. I was like. Okay, like I like this. <laughs> I like that he just fucking worked hard. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, I'm butterflying my pull-ups. He's a seriously just like strict. I'm like, okay. You know, I'm like, oh, he's gonna burn out. He's gonna burn out. Did not burn out. Wow. I was just like, I like that. And so, like, when we program, it's like, it doesn't always have to be made for the person that is super efficient. Maybe it could be for the person that is can do the movement, do mm -hmm. it pretty good, but just can just grit through some stuff. Yeah. But then you got the flip side, like, hey we do need to highlight the efficiency and the time that people put in for the high skill movements. Um, and so when we go through all these revisions, it's moving movements from workout to workout and time domains. And there's just so much back and forth. It takes, uh, it takes months for us, but, uh, yeah, I think it's the most, it's the most fun part for me. Yeah. It's going through all that, just the anticipation and seeing it all play out on the field. And then I like when stuff doesn't go right that we thought, like the thruster ladder last year. Yeah. I was like, all right, we can make it better. How do we <laughs> fix it? You know, I think that's, you know, it shows like how much we care on not just the bells and whistles we're putting together for everyone, but what actually happens on the competition floor is super important. Well, so, and yeah. I think like the Masters one, they want something like this. But what I really liked that you guys did is you did not shy away from movements. You did not shy away yeah. from weights because that is what I see regularly in, mm -hmm. you know, myself being in the 50 division. I like, I, I tell you what, when they, when I get to the division where I'm doing 35 pound dumbbells, I'm going to be really <laughs> upset because like, to me, it's like, I, I just, that doesn't, I don't, it's kind of like when you program for your gym you don't program for the masses you program for your best you modify for the rest is, is what you're going to be looking at but if you're having a competition a high-end competition where you're having elite level of whatever age group they're elite level so they should be able to do heavier weights they should be able to do fuller range of motions they should be able to do more technical movements not while well, i'm 55 so now i'm not able to do whatever and yes. I don't think you guys did that. And I think that wherever modifications you guys did do, um, I like the fact that you took so much time and really tried to do your due diligence of let's make a correct modification or appropriate scale for this so that they're still getting what they need to get. We aren't going, oh, you're 55. Sorry, you can't do anything overhead. You're 55. <laughs> so I, I, think, I think you guys did a great job of putting that together. I, a, a very... Uh, a very consistent and very intelligently thought out uh, setup for sure. Applaud you guys. Well, and we, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention the fact that, um, no. like, especially for the 55 plus, we, we work with uh, these guys called the Masters 
group that yeah. they just program for 55 plus. Oh, yeah. okay. And yeah, yeah. And so we'll, we'll come up with the workouts and we'll start getting them involved around like revision six or so, you know, um, maybe a little earlier, like maybe revision three or four and we'll send it over to Dell. Um, cause he doesn't, he's stopped competing now and, and, uh, you know, he'll, he'll help us kind of figure out like, okay, you know, are these the right reps? Are these the right, you know, is this the right height? Is this the right movement? You know, and, and kind of weave that in there because I, you know, I'll be honest, man. Like I, I, I feel like I know how to program and, and Joe and I know how to program really well through 50 to 54. Yeah. And then it just gets, it gets really hard about yeah. that. And, and um, it, you know, if we weren't, if we were too proud to not bring in outside help, I think our, the, the overall program would suffer. So I think you guys did a great job. Like um, just looking at the events now, it's just all on paper. You have a nice gathering of some gatekeeper movements like overhead squats and, and ring muscle ups, but you only have that for the 54 in under, right? You're not having to overscale or modify for 55 plus. That's not even a worry. You have things like rope climbs, but you're lowering the height and not the the actual movement itself. We have, you know, modifications for handstand walks, but they're in there, but you have to buy in to get there. You got to like earn your stripes to even do a high skill movement. You got a good power output test with just the rower and the deadlift. You have snatches and cleans and you put that in there and you give them the options of power squat or split. Um, but putting that Metcon in the middle, I like your odd object chipper with some some um, penalty laps in there. And then the the final that you have with a little race to start and then more of just a classic ending with a little twist at the end. Like you have a lot of different things in here. And Joe, I think you were talking about this is like giving the masters something more than just push ups, pull ups and barbell movements of things yeah. like ring muscle ups, rope climbs. Yeah. Um, the torque tank, this uh, tsunami bag. I think it's really cool. And what I'm hoping is that, you know, you guys are a licensed CrossFit event. And what CrossFit is doing is they're actually going to be, I mean, they're invested, right? They're, they're invested in, in the success of your event. But at the same time, I'm sure they're intrigued because what I hope is that you guys accomplish everything that you want to as far as advancing the competition scene for Masters athletes as well as maybe showing the games a new level of possibilities for masters athletes, whether it's the 55 plus and up, which is, you know, it's always getting better. And I think as the years go on, you know, when, when we all start aging up into those divisions, you're like, yeah, we can do all this now. And here's why here's proof. And you know, they'll look at hopefully the legends um, competition in a couple weeks and see what is possible and maybe change the way things move down the line. So I think this is going to be great for the Masters scene and community now, but I think more so great for what the future holds for Masters competitions. Yeah, we hope so. Yeah, I, yeah, I totally agree. And like the games and other Masters competitions out there, I mean, I want them to do more, do better, try new things, because that just makes us better. You like we, you know, I, I hear about stuff that go on in other competitions. I'm like, cool, what they do. That's pretty cool. How could I do it? How can I do it better? How can we change it? How can we make it different? How do we keep progressing? And I think the more masters competitions that are out there, especially live ones, but the online ones are good too. But um, I think the more that are out there, the more 
masters that'll participate, but it'll make every every each one of those competitions have to be better. You know, you can't just throw together a few workouts that have, you know, simple equipment that can be found in any gym. You know, I think that's the easiest way to go about it. But taking the time to get special equipment, taking the time to go through 10 revisions and change it and change it and change it. It, uh, it's, in, uh, that's really important to us, not just to make our competition better, but like you said, Chase, to show across the world, other competitions, like, Hey, look what our people are doing. Like you guys can do it too. Put the overhead squats in there, put the ring muscle ups in, do this, take time to pay attention to those scaling options that you give, because you can't just brush off the older age groups because they have less people in them. They're still super important. You know, they're, they're, they're I think well, they're, they're some of the most impressive age groups out there. I mean, we're talking 55 plus, you know, females doing handstand pushups and chest bar pull-ups and bar muscle-ups, right. you know, at some point. It's pretty amazing. Like that is insane. And so I think that giving them as much opportunity to show the world how good they are is extremely important as as important as the 35 plus so yeah. it's uh it's a lot of fun and i like where legends is going and overall where the masters comp competitions uh elsewhere are going as well yeah we actually added 70 plus this year for for the men believe it or not oh so, really yeah oh, crazy so, yeah it, we, we got two guys going but nice <laughs> Again, it's a little bit self-serving, right? One day I'm going to be 70, and I don't think I'm going to want to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's got to put it out there now, right? Well, so saying is like as we evolve and we grow into the sport, like that's going to raise the bar itself with how we age up. And I, I think yeah. that's uh, really cool. And, you know, inspirational gets thrown around, I think, a little bit too much sometimes. But it is, I think, what, it, it, what the Masters – adds to the CrossFit community as a whole, I think yields more participation with affiliates and just looking at health and fitness than the elite individual side does, right? Yeah. The elite individual side to me is the entertainment, right? That is the entertainment part of what CrossFit really is. But if we're talking about the masses is like seeing, you know, a mother of three over the age of 45 doing these things, I think is more influential and inspirational to that demographic than it is seeing the the riches and the mats and the Justins and the Tia's out there doing what they're doing. And and I think that's the really cool part of having this. And even more so that you guys are having a live stream and not just an average live stream. Like your live stream is going to be legit. The same people that produce the CrossFit games are the people that are running your live stream. You're going to have the best broadcasters in the world there. Bill will be a part of that along with Sean Woodland. So if you guys can't show up in San Diego and watch this in person, you guys are going to provide them with a world-class live stream that they can watch and still be invested in with the weekend. So I'm very excited to see this all go down. So congratulations to you guys. I love the programming top to bottom. I can't wait to watch these events go down i'm sure you guys are even more excited as as a programmer to see those take on your your little babies that you have ready to to <laughs> unveil to them i think that's the most exciting and nerve-wracking part but uh yeah yeah, yeah I, I well done well done guys thanks man thanks thank you 
Appreciate Thanks. it. All right. Well, that concludes the programming for the Legends Masters Championships. You guys can watch it online, or you can go there in person. It'll be in San Diego. Is it with a Sheraton? What? Uh, where's the location going to yeah. be? Okay, the Sheraton by downtown by the airport? Yeah. It's the San Diego Sheraton and Marina. San Diego Sheraton and Marina. It'll be December 8th or 9th, 10th, 11th, and 12th, Thursday to Sunday. And it all comes down to the Legends Masters Championships. Bill, thank you so much for being here. Bob, Joe, pleasure as always. Well done in the programming and good luck in a few weeks.